It was long after sunup when we rode away from the small holding. I could feel the eyes of the family group on our backs as they watched us out of sight. Neither Shamili nor I looked back. We had gone from being welcomed to being shunned. I think neither of us blamed them for that. Consuelo had cleaned the girl's leg and reapplied the bandage before Shamili had dressed again in the clothes from the dead gunman. She seemed much stronger than she had been since I first discovered her, although I was sure she wasn't yet back to her normal strength. She had the Colt thirty-eight Navy revolver stuck in the belt of her pants, and a knife I had taken from a gunman also attached to her belt. The Enfield rifle was in a scabbard strapped to her saddle. She rode the horse easily and confidently, but I was sure the movement was causing her a lot of pain. After around an hour of riding in silence with me taking the lead, Shamili reined in her horse alongside mine. What's the plan? she said impassively. I looked at her with amusement, obviously written on my face. What's the plan? I asked. Yes, you must have a plan. We need to get to the goal before Singer does. Do we? Of course we do. That is my goal, and I am not going to stand back and let Singer or anybody else take it from me. I thought it belonged to the Mexican government. Well, it does, for now. But Singer intends to take it before it reaches Mexico, using my plan. I put my life at risk to find out about that gold, and I'm not going to let some two-bit excuse for a man take it away from me. So this is about the goal, not getting revenge for what he did to you. Don't you see? If we get the goal before he does, that will hurt him more than anything else. No, it won't. When I get him alone, gold will be the last thing on his mind. He will be begging me to kill him, same as his partner Billy did. I looked at her and saw the alarm that briefly registered on her face when she heard the anger and menace in my voice. She quickly regained her composure. Okay, I can understand how you feel. I feel the same way about him. But if you help me to get the gold, I will give you a share. Maybe as much as twenty percent. How's that? Then when we have the gold, we can go after Singer. I had long ago ceased to be amazed at the audacity of the girl. So I just looked her in the eye and grinned. That is very generous of you, I said sarcastically. A whole twenty percent for going up against maybe as many as twenty or more armed men? I am just amazed at how considerate you are. Her eyes blazed with anger as she glared at me. She fought hard to regain her composure again, but finally got her temper under control. Okay, she said. Thirty percent. What's to stop me taking it all for myself? Me. I grinned at her, letting her know that what she said didn't warrant an answer. Well, if you want to go after the gold, that's your business. I'm going to do what I set out to do in the first place. She didn't answer and dropped back to ride in sullen silence for the next couple of hours or so. We made camp near a stand of trees where there was plenty of wood kindling close to the bank of a small creek. After allowing the animals to drink, we unsaddled them and removed the pack from the mule before setting them to graze on a good area of grassland, hobbling the mare as a precaution. I built a fire with some small twigs and branches and straw, while Shamili gathered arms full of bigger logs. Then I set my can to boil water for coffee. The girl had gone off somewhere, and I guessed at the time it was to attend to her personal needs. 
so I was surprised when she came back clutching a dead wild turkey by the neck. Well, I said, not to sound too surprised, and pump her ego even more than it was, as if that were possible. I guess you have some uses after all. She gave me one of her rare smiles, and I was struck once again by the whiteness of her near-perfect teeth. I have more uses than you could ever know, mister, and I don't mean as a woman, even though being beautiful has its uses. I noticed that she still didn't address me by my given name, even though she had been within earshot when Consuelo had used it. Well, there is one person who loves you more than anything in the world, I said quietly. She suddenly looked at me intently, her dark eyes bright, reflecting the flames of the fire. Oh, who would that be? You, I said sardonically.